now. I'm already recording the from the podcaster, Eric Roadcaster, sorry. And I'm gonna start music in three. Eventually three, two, one, wait. <coughs> ah, all right. And go. Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget, along with my friend Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, hey. And here we are at the start of season three of our fucking awesome show. Right. Right. And for those listening or watching, you may notice something uh new about this season. Um, if you're watching, then you are seeing it. Right, because we decided to show you our pretty faces. Yes. For whatever reason. Mm. This honestly, like as we're talking about I know I've been I've been talking about doing video for like since season one, but as I'm thinking about it now, like this could backfire. <laughs> Why do you think it could backfire? Because now people get to see us and they're gonna see our faces and sometimes if we're you know Making ugly faces like me right now trying to figure out different things <laughs> Yeah, when you're doing a show, there's a million things that I'm actually doing on the other side that y'all don't know about, but now you can see it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what's really interesting is so is is the plan is the plan so the video. Oh, I don't even know what we're doing. What do we mean? had a plan. We had a plan with the video, didn't we? Like YouTube. Yes, we're we're we were going to do uh, YouTube for the show. Uh, this kind of could be the first season that we actually have a full YouTube, yeah, kind of setup. Yeah, I, so I did get like half of season one on on YouTube. It's such a pain in the ass to upload things, and it takes so fucking long. Um, especially with the length of some of those shows, man. Because season one, we were out of control, like yep. three hours <laughs> for no reason. It was we... no reason. It was for reasons. Well, we have to keep repeating ourselves over and over again in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, people had a lot of things to say. So. Yeah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Yeah. I mean. So here we here we are in the new season, man. And uh, the the last season was great. Um, I had no clue that we were even at the point that we should have ended the season until you looked into it and you're like, wait a minute, we're, we're at that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, man. Like, because like we kind of lost track of it. Um. When, I guess, when I when I left, or whatever. Like, we both lost track of keeping keeping tabs on where we were at the show, and then oh, yeah. you were putting out episodes and and putting out episodes, and I wasn't doing a fucking thing. And then, um, I can you know we put out a few more episodes when I came back, and I got to looking at it. I was like. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a minute. We had just recorded our 25th episode. Um, and so for those listening and watching, we have to say that now. Um, <clears throat> Tyree and I talked about our first season being the only season that has 26 episodes um, in honor of our, um, of the 26th Infantry Regiment, the Blue Spaders. So every subsequent season will, season will have 25 
um, episodes. So, yeah, I I got to looking into it and I was like, holy fuck, we just recorded number 25. So last week's episode with Miss Nora um, was our season closer, which I thought was a pretty cool show. Yeah, that was a great show. Got to learn a lot of cool shit about, uh, you know, like other people's idea of what's going on over there because you know i didn't i didn't know still don't yeah know. well i mean we had we had our perspective right of of the of our time there but like we weren't from there it's not our home um so i mean it's it's different here in that other perspective i guess mm-hmm. yeah and then how kind of how, how she's em- embraced the american american way of life yeah, pretty neat. The Arkansas, Arkansas, your way of life. <laughs> exactly. Like it's it. funny you say Arkansas. You're not Arkansan. Uh, I've known you for fucking decades now. I know how to say fucking folk of Arkansas as a collective. Yeah, well, no, the proper way though is Arkansan, but I prefer Arkansas. Your sounds it, was, it does. It was a and that was a big debate back in the day. It was um, what should people from Arkansas be called? Were they wearing like fluffy shirts and 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 suits and and you know uh, wigs with with the powder on? Not that far back in the day. What? Arkansas only became like a state. back in like seventy eight, seventy nine. No, this is 18, 1836 when it became a state. Okay. Yeah. Look um. At Look at you guys go. Yeah, and that's a little bit of history for everybody. But yeah, so it's crazy to think, right? Because our first episode that we recorded in season two um, was with uh, Graybeard Tactical, Matt Little. Yes. And that seems like forever ago. It does. Like um, recording with him, re- recording with uh, R.J. Jamsler. Um, like that seems like a long damn time ago. You got to think this is the same season that we, we recorded with Uribe. Mm-hmm. And that seems like forever ago. Which um, I happen to have the book that he talks about, Black Arts by this guy. It's backwards, Jim Frederick. But um, I know it looks right to me. Oh, okay, it looks backwards to me. It but correct. It's a uh, read the book, listen to the episode. You'll know the whole story. But anyway, yeah. So, what do you think, man? Season three, pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, we already got some pretty good you know guests lined up um i think as long as we keep putting the work in everything should get better uh from season one to season three or season one to season two is a a massive leap between you know the quality of show and Mm -hmm. now we just have to you know tighten up the shot group as they say clean shit up a little bit and everything will be fine Or, or better anyway yeah i think uh yeah season one was rough Right, audio was garbage. Mm-hmm. Video was not even on the table. Yeah, um, I don't even think you owned a webcam at that point. No. Um, so, like in my business, <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to have a webcam unless you're like a cam model. And God, I man, you 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 are not. I don't have the face for it. <laughs> you don't have the anything for it. The wrong yeah. gender. <laughs> it's all. Um, yeah um yeah to, to to season two with better mics and you've got that roadcaster and it's so fucking important and vital 
I think, like I said, if the fucking roadcaster was to break down, I would spontaneously combust because I would not know what to do. Yeah, I'm really surprised that you like actually packed that thing up and flew it to Destin with you. I was so afraid, and uh, it has a little scratches and bumps on it, but it's good to go. I, I would not do it again. Yeah. So that was a one-off, unless they make like a Rodecaster Pro Travel Mini. Ooh, you need to get one of those, um, like a Pelican hard case. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they, for travel purposes, they make a hard case for this. I'm just too fucking poor to get my coins together and get one. But I mean, at at some point, if we're a serious group of folks trying to do a serious bit of work for our fellow veterans, I need to fucking invest. So it's not and do it, right? Yeah. Well, and that kind of um, takes us into. Other thing we talked about. So next year, right? We're still in twenty two. Yeah. So next year, next June, right? We're talking about Colorado still, mm-hmm. right? For our next reunion, which folks, <clears throat> not like if I don't want. Well, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to say this and sound like we're taking all the credit, but like doing this podcast has been amazing for the two of us and like our group of dudes. And the extended family that we have acquired along the way, because, I mean, we did last year we did Nashville for New Year's, and then six months later we were in Destin, Florida, for a larger reunion, and then we're doing Nashville again in like two and a half weeks, and then and I think there's gonna be a larger group at that one, and then Colorado again. I think it's still in June, so like another six months. Like every six months that I know of, there's a gathering of some type happening. And the previous 17 years, that hadn't been a thing at all. So, damn thing. Um, I mean, maybe minor things here and there, right? But like <clears throat> um, not really anything official or anything uh, blown up or whatever. But so this is – it's it's – it's really neat to see the direction that it's going. And uh, so we had talked about um, a while back, or not a while back, a couple of days ago, whenever the fuck that was. Um, I bought a GoPro on, on yeah. a whim. You know what I'm saying? I saw it was a decent price. I haggled um, and I got it for a more decenter price because that's correct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we kind of had this idea that like maybe at some point we could kind of take the show on the road and make a, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to hash out the details on that, but I kind of like the idea of like, kind of like what we talked about, like going to different places and meeting up with different people and doing stuff. Oh yeah. I think it's a great idea. We we have so many people who were touched or whatever by the show or, you know, just our good friends who we wanted to drive and go see. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't we record that and let people see that shit? That'd be cool yeah. by me, man. I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. You always come up with great ideas. Mm, maybe not always. This is this always oh, pretty much seventy nine percent of the time. <laughs> this is very specific. Yeah, seventy nine percent. Nine point three. Yeah, always three. Always a good, always a good idea. Sometimes, always. Yeah, not, but most That's, of the time, sometimes. Yeah. The rest of the time, nah. there are times that occur. 
yeah right yeah um but yeah man uh so i'm actually kind of really excited about that like obviously that's not going to happen you know in the next like six months right but i mean it, it, well fuck it could you know but uh, i definitely would like to turn that into something um to where we can actually get out and go do things um we want to introduce a website so it's like a one-stop shop for people to go check out the podcast and we want to start like kind of like doing bios on people that we uh have on as guests um and just like you know what's what's uh what's new with the show news um we had talked about doing um so tyree and i at one point in time we used to write a lot and um yeah and we thought about adding a section on there to you know if we didn't necessarily want to like come on and do a recording or um whatever and we just wanted to like jot some thoughts down and like you know whatever then we can have our own little like kind of like a blog kind of thing going um so and that and can be on varying things right like i'm I'm constantly bitching about something so um uh, and honestly i think that's what it would end up being for me is more of a, a rant piece than anything else uh, i feel like i rant a lot i was ranting earlier today not really i mean it's a good place to uh that we can expand on our thoughts on the show or or whatever whatever fucking things that we have going on yeah i am so political you guys have no clue <laughs> you could learn about that if you you know i guess look at our website and blog stuff mm. might make you not want to fucking follow us anymore but hey yeah this is <clears throat> it is what it is well I, I feel like that's kind of one benefit to the show right is like <clears throat> we we obviously draw in a a military crowd mm. and those who support the military yeah. um and as we all know that the military is made up of all different types of opinions and beliefs and you know there are plenty of things that you and i have um, opposing ideas on um and plenty of things that we have the same idea on mm -hmm. so i think and, and and for those that don't know like and i know we've mentioned it in previous episodes previous shows but like we try to stay apolitical on this right we don't want to like alienate people we don't want to um come off as too divisive so we kind of just stick to the stories that people have to tell or the stories that we have to tell um, without getting too deep, um, deep, deep in the weeds about with, with all the other stuff. Right. But like, so the blog thing um, could be just a way to, for us to express those portions if we need, if we felt the need to or whatever, because Lord knows there's plenty of shit going on in politics that, that, that either one of us could like go on and on and on about. Mm -hmm. Um. So that that's cool um, that we could start doing that. We kind of wanted to also add in um, a storefront. Uh, I kind of say that with a bit of hesitancy because who buys things from a podcast? But like, fucking, why not? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why not, baby? <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to support things. Yeah. You know? And it's not like we're going to do enormous, huge runs on stuff. It's going to be like limited for basically if you're really into the show, uh, fucking buy a shirt. Let other people know about it. It'd be great. And, uh, you know, we'd appreciate it because all that's going to go into making the show better. It's yeah. not going to go fucking go to Hollywood, Vegas to spend money. Right. Money. No, yeah. we're, not, we're not like that. We're 
we the, the fucking money goes back into the show. Yeah. Um <clears throat> like as some people have noticed that we have now um different ads and they generate money and so all of that money actually any money that we've made on the show which is very very minimal if you actually break it down for per hourly rate like we're at like two cents an hour you know what i mean per day per day yeah for Um, a minute it was like that yeah but uh it's it still sits where it is like it's it hasn't been and really touched at all um but the goal is to generate some put it back in the show and then kind of like grow the show from there Mm -hmm. um so that's the big goal with it uh on that side plus like like i said i like to support things like y'all see the sticker that i have here from zero foxtrot and um i really like their shit like every time i buy something from them there's the option to like sign up to be a brand ambassador for them and i'm like fucking i would absolutely do that because i own so much of their shit but they never hit me up they never i never get their email that says hey man be our ambassador ambassador yeah you know, you see in my background, it's completely blurred out because there's, I don't support anything. But if you pay me the money, boy, <laughs> let me tell you, I will support the shit out of whatever. Not not whatever, because that makes me seem like a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got to be the shit that I dig. Um, and if you know me, you know it's very little that I dig. So if if I want to try to advertise it here, Vaseline. It's, it's for reason. The driest of skin. Yeah. Let me, uh, marijuana for that. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <clears throat> I can sell shit. I can sell water to a well, baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> I mean, it's all about how you, you know, are you passionate about what it is? And I think that's what you're getting at is like, um, you know, I, 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 I dig their stuff. I dig our show. So like, and I feel like people dig our show and fuck, wouldn't that be cool if like people represented it? Um, Hell yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to do stickers with our logo. I don't know if people would buy that shit and put it places, but um, how cool would that be to like be out and about? You can't, the blur effect, man, you can't say a damn thing. It's, so yeah. weird. it's like, it's, it's all, like it's a penis. I just showed everyone. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Trying to keep it PG here, man. But like, imagine, yeah, imagine how cool it would be to like be out in the world and like, huh, that's uh, that's my show right there. Kind of like your sister at the fucking VA hospital hearing your voice, right? Isn't that crazy? Like, there's there 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 are people who recognize the show. Not like they're not fans of it. There's there are a couple. Well, you know, no. To be honest, I look at the numbers. They are fans of the show. There's a group of folks who, no matter what, listen to our entire silly bullshit that we go on and on about. And they wait until next week to hear the next silly bullshit that we go on and on about. It's it's weird, but it's cool because, like, we started off with the idea of just talking to each other about shit. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking to these people about shit, getting shit off our chest, all, kind of, all yeah. kinds of stuff. It's great. And... You know, people like to hear it, so hopefully yeah, what did people that, like to look at it too. Yeah. Mm, we'll see. But like what did that what did that say on the Spotify fucking year wrap up thing that sixty seven people were in their were their top were their number one podcast? Yeah. Sixty seven people. Yeah, and you might right. and, and people might, you know, you might think with well, sixty seven people on a planet of eight billion. 
but like literally nothing right yeah i mean that's a drop in the bucket but like that's 67 people that like listen to our show mm-hmm. like as the number one podcast that they listen to yeah and i can only assume that those 67 people also listen to like joe rogan ben shapiro jocko and they're like you know what let me pause this show because before i forget just came out with a new episode and i want to listen to that first right <laughs> you're welcome America. Yeah. And uh, the 11 countries that we are heard in. You're 11. <clears throat> Gracias. Or however that goes. Yeah. Is it no. Thank yeah. you. Depends on which country you're addressing, I think. Uh, for shizzle. All, all of y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for showing up because it's, it's not easy to show up sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's not easy to show up, but hopefully, you know. Hearing my voice or Kevin's voice or uh, our voice as a collective, <laughs> as our a collective whole. voice, yeah, uh, collectively on your whole makes this uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> collectively on your whole makes it cool, man. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, and no. you know what? I'm hearing more and more about other people doing their own thing too, and that's even better. Like, what you mean, Wills? What you mean? No, there's other people who want to do their own shows. They want to do their own thing. They want to talk to their buddies and record it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Do it. Yeah, more power to you, man. Um, I mean, absolutely. Like, if it helps you, then why not do it? If it brings your people together again, why not do it? You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And it really is pretty simple to start up a podcast. Like, you just need something to talk about and some good shit. Yeah. Um. You know, like mics or something that helps, right? And then stay consistent with it, just like with anything. Like all the extra shit here is like completely unnecessary. We can totally do this from our phones. It's all about the heart that you put into it, really. That's the whole thing behind everything. Fuck the microphones and the camera and everything else. If if it's if the two people working on this shit, like me and Kevin, when when we started this shit, if if it was like. I don't know, somebody who I wasn't happy working with or somebody who I didn't have these kind of stories with, this mm. would have fucking crashed. So yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a partnership. I think it's possible to do it on your own too. Yeah. No, and and uh I don't know if you saw like I, I did one of those anonymous question things on my Instagram and um somebody had commented about how I should do the show by myself. They don't like you apparently. Hey, man. Um I mean, hey, you're not you're not everybody's cup of tea, no. right? You, you you might be a little too Tyree for them. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that and that was kind of my response to it. It was like, first of all, that doesn't make any fucking sense because, um, I, I tried to be as polite as possible and and how I worded it, but like in my head, I'm like, you can get fucked. Uh, and and the reason I say that is because like, um, I know I can be very wordy. I know I can talk a lot and you <laughs> reel that in and then like sometimes when you're talking about something i know what you're talking about and you're not able to like find the words mm-hmm. so i can you know what i'm saying like we have we have like this like this this contrast that works together i think yeah you know what i mean yeah exactly i don't it's think kinda, it, it wouldn't yeah. work great with other folks yeah it's like yin and yang uh black and white yeah that's why i picked you I selected you for this. First of all, we've been talking about all this shit for like 15 years, but did you not get my 
No, I, I get the black and white yin. Okay. But I mean, I, I didn't want to make it like, oh man, he's got a joke. I worked really hard on that for like three seconds in my mind right. just now. Say, so, hey, I I just want to say like that's kind of like a dad joke. I somebody called me obnoxious yesterday, and I was like, well, I put the the G in obnoxious because like the Chinese president, nobody likes me. And I didn't get like, I that should have been like a standing ovation, because who would have thought of that? You did. I did. You did. You thought of it totally. Pat me on the motherfucking back. And no one else thought about it at all, and no one else is gonna think that. True. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of controversial things. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, so, so Tyree, well, so first of all, like we decided that like our season openers would definitely be just, you know, he and I, we could recap the previous season, talk about what we have coming up. And I feel like we've done that pretty decently. And then we were just going to talk about whatever happened to come up. But as a lot of people know, um, last week, because the show will air on Monday, uh, last week, um, something pretty significant happened in the world the world yeah i'll say the world yeah because of the the of who the the one person is and uh i was like well we got to talk about it man we do yes right we try like i said like i said earlier we try to say apolitical we try and, and and stay away from that but this i think goes beyond politics it goes it goes way beyond politics it's it, it's more into the realm of like what's truly right and wrong and and how does it affect um humans in general right the world population which is now breached eight billion people with a b it's insane um but that's a whole other topic for me but um yeah uh grinner Brittany grinner griner grinner how do you say it grinder yeah grinder sounds right in my head but you know what are your thoughts on that, man? Brittany B. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany G? G? Brittany G, yeah. Brittany G, BG. BG's. BG, yeah. Um, so. So. There were, uh, th- these are my thoughts. Okay. Uh, I'm a country. I am my own nation. Oh, okay. And uh, I have these laws and, and this border. In order to get into this great country of mine that you want to get into, we have to pass this border. Mm-hmm. There's some things you can't have. Like in other places, you can have that shit all day, you know, but over here on this side, no. So, right. you know, those signs are up. Don't come up. Don't come up here with that. Or are you going to, you know, there's consequences now. Consequences you may not agree with, but and I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. So the consequences that I come up with are going to be crazy. Like, I could send you to jail for ten years for vape pens. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy. This is my this is my country. Yeah, it's my country. I can do what I want. Yeah. So, <clears throat> before you come in, make sure you're good. If you're good, we won't have any issues. Yeah. So BG may not have known that or not, but she was f- caught with vape cartridges. Little pins. Like I have 
fucking marijuana here because here in America it's legal. In California, it's okay. And in Russia, currently, it's not. So, who am I to be mad at that country for imposing their rules? That person should have been more careful before they came in there. But, on the flip side, 10 years for vape pens? Like, I get it. Like, I know that we're in the middle of some beef with them, and they're going to try to hammer this girl, uh, try to make an example out of her. Um, but in order to get her back home, there was a switch. Trade-off. Yeah. I think we lost that trade real bad because, you know, Kevin, who who was the trade for? What was the name? Victor, Victor, Bout Boat Boot. Some yeah. the his nickname the Merchant of Death, right? Yeah, that's his name. The the world's arguably the world's most wanted arms dealer, responsible for likely millions of deaths um, all over the world, <clears throat> which is wild. Yeah. So you know, and you mentioned. You know, we have we have beef with Russia and we have had for years, obviously, like the, you know, just it's just been a long going, long standing thing. But more recently, the the nonsense uh, with Russia invading Ukraine and Ukraine whooping that ass and then all the, the nonsense going there. And then, you know, in, in, in the beginning of all of that, she's over there flying in because she's going to go play the basketball there and. Bam! Popped at the airport or wherever the fuck she was with these with these cartridges. So the timing seemed seemed off for a lot of people. A lot of people were like, "Man, that's what's going on. It's a political move, right? Yeah. This is something that Russia is holding above us, so that you know they they have some some bargaining chip." But if you go six eight months into the past before the Russia Ukraine thing you have a very similar case that happened and I'm not even talking about the Marine guy. Cause that happened years before that. A very similar case to Brittany Griner's Griner's BG. Mm-hmm. A guy named Mark Fogel. You heard about him? No, uh, I, I think maybe, but it's been a minute. What's the word? So he is a 60 year old, um, international history teacher. Right. He has his international bachelorette in, or bachelor degree or whatever the fuck it is in teaching. Like, so he's, he's able to teach in all these countries and he's taught in several countries. And for the previous 10 years, he had been teaching in Russia and he flew into Russia with medicinal marijuana, medicinal cannabis, and was busted for less than half an ounce. Do you know what his sentence was? 10 years or labor 14 14 years 14 years in prison in Russia they don't all right so <clears throat> they don't fuck around period no for no reasons so yeah. the fact that BG was out there balling and, and hooping it up she got caught with his sticky and then that she, she had, got she got, she got a fairly in. license yeah yeah comparatively but, but you know I guess it's really not as political as people think. People didn't probably didn't realize that. I'm not saying that it's it's uh, 
like I said, it's not fucked up because you know it's fucked up. But those yeah. are their laws. That's their that's their shit. I'm I'm sorry. And again, the trade off was fucking terrible. I think we could have got two or, two or three for one for that one instead of. Uh, we so kind of got hosed here. No, it goes even worse. Okay. So Paul Wellen, right? And that's the name that like ever since this this trade went down. Or started to the negotiations started to happen. This is the, one of the names, the name that's been popping up, because nobody's heard of Mark Vogel. Anybody that I've asked is like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" But I'm like, "Who's Paul Wellen?" And they're like, "Oh, that's the Marine." Yeah. So, for a couple years ago, four or five years ago, he was busted over there. Now, this is a former United States Army or United States Army, United States Marine, who holds uh, citizenship. He was born in Canada, lived in the U.S has citizenship in the UK, England maybe, and then Ireland as well. So he has multiple citizenships. Was in Russia and he got he got uh arrested on um for allegedly being a spy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Brought up on on spy charges, right? Because that makes sense. He wasn't even in Intel when he was in the Marine Corps. So that's that's a whole other thing. But do you know how many years he got? Forever. No, like, uh, I was going to say like 10 or 15 again, but how many years? 16. I mean, 16 years for being a spy. There's other people you get at other places you get executed. Like, hey, he got got over. 16 years for being a spy. 14 years for the teacher, the international history teacher, who's 60 years old, for bringing in less than half an ounce. A little bit of the sticky. So... It's just, it's really odd. So when you when you when you look at this trade, um, uh, what was the what was the Russian guy's name? Um, Victor. Vic, Bo- yeah, Victor Victor Boat Bout. I don't know B O U T. Yeah, sounds like a villain from a fucking Bond movie. Victor, it's some of the shit. But going back to July, the current administration started talking about like a trade deal, right? And the trade deal included. Brittany Grunner and Paul Whelan, right? Those yep. two for somebody that somebody had not been identified yet. Mark Fogel, the history teacher who was there on the same charges in prison on the same chart for the same charges for five years more than Brittany was not even mentioned in that trade deal. So when the trade finally happens, Paul Wellen, the Marine, is left out of the trade deal, and we get Brittany Renner back, and Russia gets the world's most wanted, most notorious arms dealer. I mean, is he really the worst though? Is he, is he like, is he like the number one dude, or is he like top ten? My understanding, he was like the number one guy. <clears throat> I, I had heard and I didn't I this is just what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but like the movie uh War of Lore uh Lord of War yeah. with Nicolas Cage is supposedly based on him. Brittany Griner ain't even the top ten of nothing. And we I'm I'm saying, man, I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying we got hoes in that deal. Um and it's clearly a like a political thing on their side or you know, our side because She's a black female, and LGBT, gay. all that. Um, 
you know, it's, it looks good for voting, I guess. I don't want to get all super, super political, but to me, that's what that was about because mm -hmm. they could have thrown in homeboy or at least put a little bit more work to, to get at least one or two people. Or, you know what? We'll come back to the drawing the, to the table later and try to figure this out because we gotta, we gotta be really fair here because we're not going to get a lot of shots at this with this country while they're doing this wild shit right now. We'll come back and talk if you don't want to give us what we really need instead of what looks nice. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know, one thing that's kind of upsetting to me, aside from the whole trade deal, because that is mega fucked up, and that's why I say it's a world problem. Mm -hmm. But when you also talk about all of the other Americans that are imprisoned in other countries all over the world for whatever charges, do they not count? Because there are some, right? They're all over. I mean, and then, but those people like it depends on their charges. I mean, like you said when you when you, when you first start talking about it, like you go to somebody else's country, they have a, a standard set of laws. If I have medical marijuana prescribed to me, and I fly to say Germany, mm -hmm. where it's probably not legal, right? I should I should expect when we were stationed over there, if we if we broke German laws, we should expect to get picked up by the polizei and handled yeah right it is what it is <clears throat> so i mean and that's the thing is like hers was medicinal mm -hmm. so was mark fogel's it's the it's literally the same exact case but what's more fucked up about it is we have this 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 woman who plays in the wnba and she gets busted in another country for bringing cannabis or cartridges mm -hmm. and the president you know gets down and 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 makes his haggles his deal to free her and bring her back to the US but what about all of the people who are currently locked up in the US for the same fucking charge oh like people who are here in America that are locked up for that and yeah. they gave away the world's top 10 balling his arms dealer for <laughs> right yeah i mean and I, I, crazy right isn't that and I, it is and i know there was a thing a while back where like federally they tried to like make it to where like was it they um what's the word where they just do like away with charges expunged the much of like uh your your, your past non-criminal or non-violent um drug offenses yeah mm -hmm. um but if I'm not mistaken, there was a thing to where like, you know, it was federally passed or whatever, but like the states still had to like do their part. So mm -hmm. it was still up to the state whether or not it was going to, if they're going to keep those people in lockup. Mm -hmm. But like, what is the difference between her and another country breaking their, their, their law about cannabis and then people in our country who broke a law about cannabis? She's like, the president gets involved, has her wife in the Oval Office with him making the deal. You, you know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, there's all these people in our country who are locked up for weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now I don't, <clears throat> I, I, I don't, um, partake. I can't, right? I'm in the military and my civilian job also. Um, doesn't allow it. So I mean, and that's fine. 
but I can still understand that like I can still recognize like how kind of fucked up that is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's really wild to me. It's terrible. Like uh they're they're you know, not I mean now <laughs> that people are starting to understand like it's not a great thing to have all these people locked up for nothing. Um now it's great. Okay, yeah, we're we're starting to figure that out. But imagine like back in the nineties or eighties when you got locked up, like people are facing long ass terms, like fucking damn near life sentences. They mm-hmm. lost half their life over this stuff. They're yeah. never gonna get that fucking time back. Poor BG got hooked up on the charge. She was supposed to do a 10 year bid and she did like what a couple weeks. Good for her. But these those people, they lost like everything you're not that's that you don't fucking get time back man that's yeah. done so now they got to pick up the pieces with you know now they have this marijuana charger or whatever fucking thing they got charged up with and in a lot of those cases hey man they were probably selling big ass fucking bundles of it like you got this they got the smack on the wrist that the charges were way fucking absorbed way way more than what Brittany or, or the that teacher is facing. Mm-hmm. In a different country, we treat our people way worse. But you know, Brittany's somebody, and it's time for elections. So let's go get all those votes for her. I mean, let's go get her out. <laughs> right. Well, and so, and I, I do want to like point out that like <clears throat> she's an American, right? And I'm I'm glad we were able to 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 bring to bring her back. I am definitely word to her, like straight up on the side. I see what you're saying. Good on her for getting out, I guess. And, you know, like yeah. I'm sure they put in the work to get the other people, but you know, Russia made us look dumb, but continue. I'm just saying like, you know, what about the other Americans? I just don't understand why that's because that was a shit trade. Better look every, everyone, everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's basically um, what they said, dude. Like, we'll get you next time. The next next time we come around here. Yeah, next next uh, semi celebrity that fucks up in your country. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just wild to me, man. Um, kind of mad about it, but you know, and it's it, it's funny. Like, I do I do see people on social media like defending the president and defending her and saying that she was wrongfully accused. She's not wrongfully accused. Like that's, she had marijuana or cannabis product. That's not allowed in that country on her person in her luggage like that. She's not wrongfully fucking accused. And that's, I've heard people say like, well, she was prescribed it. That doesn't mean that you can fly to another country with it. Yeah, those, those countries' laws matter. That works here in America, where maybe you can fly from one state to another state, but not to a different country with its own laws and its own military and its own currency and its own everything. Like yeah. they're not the same. You can't. And again, I'm sure it was a mistake. I'm yeah. sure it was a mistake. She didn't go in there on purpose with with fucking drugs. Like there's a lot of people who travel with guns and had no no clues loaded. It's yeah. just a mistake. That's a fucking dumb mistake. Get your shit together. But yeah. it's it's a mistake nonetheless. But that's their fucking law. So, you know, you got to deal with their shit. Right. And, you know, 
you got lucky that who was in office is in office because I think if it was somebody else mm-hmm. who's all chummy with Russia, you probably wouldn't have gave a mm-hmm. shit. You'd be like, well, it is what it is. Kind of like what yeah. I'm saying, but like way asshole Right. Well, and you have to keep in mind that when, when, um, uh, well, and Paul Wellen was picked up in Russia, that was under the previous administration, and there he is still there. So yeah, I was going to say that's those people who were in jail before Biden got there were in jail before Biden got there. So, <laughs> right. Like, hey, he, he, you know, Trump was there before that, and then Obama, Obama was there before that. There's people who were imprisoned all over the world, mm-hmm. and we know about it. And that's not even on some conspiracy type shit. Like you can look it up. Uh, and I'm sure we gave it a shot, but some countries are fucking hardliners, man. You ain't, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like Dennis Robin tried to go and try to, <laughs> to <laughs> who wants Dennis Robin's help? Like, come on, man. I want hey. real <laughs> man. If I was locked up in a different country and Dennis Robin came to my fucking rescue. <laughs> Mm. Oh, fuck. The the worm the worm shows up We're on your behalf. This Robin shows up with his fucking dyed up hair and shit and all kind of fucking artillery shells pierced to his face. <laughs> and he's supposed to help me. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean that in but that that is kind of testament to like when, when people are saying like, oh, this administration fucked it up. The the previous administration would have done better. They didn't. Mm, it, yeah, there's somebody locked up in that country from that time frame and they're they're still locked up in that country. So it's hard it's it, you, it's hard to it's hard it's a hard sell for me, right? It's a hard sell for me. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, the whole the whole thing is fucked up. But like talking about like other other countries and their rules and their laws and everything else, like that that that's even being on display. During for the, uh, during the World Cup in in Qatar right now, yeah, I don't know if you've been following any of that at all, but like, there's been <clears throat> there's been people, um, Americans, um, people from the UK showing up to these stadiums to go watch their uh, teams play, mm-hmm. and they're showing up in things, um, that the Qatari government just doesn't allow, like the journalist, the World Cup journalist, I can't remember his name, um, showing up in a rainbow t-shirt um, in support of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. And while that's great in America um, in various other places, actually I means great all over the world, but like in their country, that's not something that they're down with, yeah. but people were all mad at Qatar, but like, Oh, they, you know, that's bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's their country. That's their culture. That's their way of life. So it's yes, we can a- agree collectively that that's fucked up. Yeah. But like that's still their country. Yeah. And, and I say, to, oh man, to totally clean like uh, nobody's saying like to believe in anything like that. Like if you like to wear that kind of stuff or if you believe in that kind of thing, that's cool. That's on you. But, but like you listen to what he's saying here. Like it's not a strike against you. It's their rules. Like that's what they don't dig. You can't go over there doing it. Think you're on some fucking crusader type shit. They'll fucking string you up, and ain't nothing nobody can do about it. And it's funny you say it's nothing nobody can do about it. 
double negative all the way around. But it's funny you say the word crusader because there were even some guys from England mm-hmm. who showed up to a match <clears throat> uh, to see the English play mm-hmm. dressed up as crusaders. They were denied entry. Yeah. No fucking shit. What? I mean, like, what was the Crusades about, right? It was it was Christianity versus Islam. Mm-hmm. We were traveling to these countries and slaughtering people by the fucking hundreds of thousands in the name of things, right? Yeah. And and they're gonna show up to a match in in a, in a, in a in a Muslim country dressed up as a crusader. Well, that's because people have too much time on their hands. It's crazy to me. Like. uh Somebody was like, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else is like, you know what? Fuck yeah, let's do it. So let's spend a bunch of money to fly all the way over there and get denied and then raise a big funk about it. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole thing, man. Yeah, like the World Cup. I mean, one, like the, the tickets the tickets to a game got to be astronomical. And now you're going to fly to Qatar, stay there for however long. Whew. But um. <clears throat> And I found this out the other day, but I, I just want to mention that now, like uh, that journalist, his name is Grant Wall. Um, he just recently passed away in Qatar. Under what circumstances? Because I was trying to figure that out. Uh, I, they they seem like they're trying to duck out all the answers that I need. Right. <clears throat> they said he just collapsed. His brother says he suspects foul play. But hey, you know what happens. Hmm. You know what happens, man. Okay, you know the so there was the all right Russia. We're back on Russia. Okay, they they got the guy with the uh, the 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 umbrella poke and it it put the radiated fucking poison into his body and then he died a couple weeks later. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, but it sounds familiar. That's how I got him. What movie did you watch? No, that's not a movie. That's real life. (laughs) I know it was in a movie though too. No, but that's what uh, that's what the, that's how they that's how he says he got poked. He said, "Oh he was, yeah, yeah." It was yeah. like some kind of ricin poison or something weird like that, uh-huh. or you know, not ricin, but uh, nuclear shit. I don't know what the fuck. Something poisonous was mm-hmm. injected into his body via a blow dart gun from a umbrella or a scratch or some shit. And he said as soon as it happened, he knew exactly what it was because, you know, he's a part of that community. The right. Community, whatever. Right. They got IDs and everything. And he got Those hit with it. Secret handshakes. Yeah, he knew that he knows everything. And as soon as they hit him with it, he was like, oh, they got me. Like, shit. That they hit me with the umbrella. <laughs> that got me with the umbrella. They got Indoors of all places, you know you don't open umbrellas indoors. Yeah, that's how he knew it was all bad. Yeah, and so you know, they open the umbrella indoors. And it's like, oh, fuck. fuck. Well, and so there's 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 a lot of um, that's terrible. There's a lot of people that have come on videos and shows and radio shows and YouTube videos and whatever the fuck else talking about like the secrets or the declassified information of like certain. CIA operations in various countries all over the world, and like the different means of like, um, you know, causing havoc in another country or assassinating somebody that we didn't want around anymore or whatever. And these are, these are things that were absolutely created um, with that end in mind. So it's, it's honestly not too far fetched to believe, but 
I also, you have to ask the question, like what reason would the Qatari government have to assassinate this guy? He's a journalist, right? Who wore a rainbow shirt to a game and got denied entry and made a big public news and, and everybody knew everybody knew that, that Qatar just doesn't they don't that's not stuff that they're interested in so like wait so this journalist was the guy with the rainbow shirt same guy yeah oh man so okay oh it makes it look even more mad mad sketchy like hey man but 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 why what purpose would Qatar have to to off this guy do you know how much Qatar paid for that world cup a lot of dinar $200 billion. Yeah. Do you know how much we paid for, not we, but how much was spent on the last few Olympics? A lot of dinar. Much less than $200 billion. <laughs> This whole thing, this event that's going on is going to be go down as one of the most expensive events in the history of mankind for now, yeah. up until the next time. They don't want you down there fucking shit up. Like, stop being dumb. We spent so much money on this fountain. Get your shit together. It's Wear funny. the right clothes. We don't even sell alcohol at these games because you don't, we don't want you to fuck up nothing. Like, I saw yeah. pictures of the people from Japan win or lose, and they're cleaning up shit. They know what's up after the games. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. No, they clean up the stadium after the game. The Japanese fans? Yes. Because they fucking respect other countries' shit. They're not yeah. there to cause problems. They're not there to raise awareness to their fucking cause. They're just there to watch some soccer. I'm sorry, football. And get the fuck out of there. That's all they want to do. Enjoy <laughs> the country. Yeah. Not fuck shit up and leave. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice of the Japanese folk, man. Right? Good yeah. job to them. Come on over to my place. Yeah, no shit. Um, shout out to the entire country of Japan. Yeah. The, the Empire of Japan. Are the Empire still? I don't know. They're cool dudes now. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Japan. Crazy. But no, it, it is it is a whole thing, though. But I still like, I mean, and, and, and the World Cup has kind of been a big PR clusterfuck for Qatar anyway, just because, you know, the human rights violations, uh, accusations and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's to, terrible. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. just to prepare for it. And now, have you, have you heard about that like mega city called the Wall or some shit that they're trying to build? I don't know if it's in Qatar or where it is exactly, but it's some like sixty something kilometer wall that will house people and businesses and oh yeah, okay, everything. Yeah. You never have to leave it. You can live there your entire life and 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 never really see the whole thing i guess i mean i guess you could see the whole thing but like everything in your section of the wall will have everything that your section of the wall needs and that's supposed to be some like astronomical dollar amount to build and apparently like they're breaking ground on it right now or some shit because uh, people will buy whatever you sell them no that's true but I mean, why, when you why the fuck would you want to stay in your little section of the wall for the rest of your life forever, unless you just really hate people and you just want to be fucking just there by yourself? But you even if go, you hate people, man, like you're stuck in this wall. Yeah. Is this supposed to hold like several hundred thousand people? 
or some shit. I mean, are you? But you're not really stuck, right? You can leave if you want. It's not like you're. It's not like a fucking. No, yeah, like you're not like the doors are locked at uh, at uh, nine p.m. So yeah. you literally inside. just be paying to go to jail right there, right? Yeah, I guess you're saying. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna assume that those people can leave, but still, I I wouldn't. I don't think. You know, maybe you know. I don't know. Okay, well, <clears throat> you got a factor in that you can leave. So, uh, you're gonna spend a lot of money, so it's gonna be real lavish. It's gonna be real nice on the inside. It's gonna be fucking un in unbelievable, right? Because it's in Dubai, so it's gonna be fucking pimping all the way. Right, I can't remember. Oh, it's Saudi Arabia. The it's called the line, so okay. it's not it's not Qatar. It's it's Saudi Arabia. Okay, they got money too. They got all the money. They got so a you couple. know it's gonna be nice. Yeah, I've and heard you can leave whenever you want. Like okay, like why not? If I got the money for it, I heard that you. the uh, that the Saudi team, mm -hmm. like like for one of their games that they won. Like each player on the on the team was was given like a Rolls Royce or some shit. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, they should they should get that. Those millionaires should get all that extra money for uh, whatever reason. <laughs> like that that pisses me off so much. Like uh, <clears throat> I'm not rich. I'm not famous. Nobody knows what. Us. Nobody knows us. Nobody cares. They don't care. Look, they don't care. But. If I was rich and famous and I was getting like gifts for being rich and famous, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Like, why do we do yeah. that? Why do we, why do humans <clears throat> do that shit? That makes no sense to me. Like, okay, yeah, you won some kind of sports event and you win the trophy, you know, cool, dope. I love football, you know, go Niners, you know, Vince Lombardi's every year, hopefully. It doesn't work out, but. Um, it still sucks to me that they lose, but it's fine to them because they got tons of money and they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't understand how, I, you know, maybe it's just advertisement for companies. I don't know, but I hate when I see people with with so much be given so much more for showing up. Right. Now, I mean, on, on, on the one hand, like I, I, so like if you're, let's say you're a restaurant, you know, maybe you're not super big, but like, you know, you're, you're a restaurant and you make really good food and like somebody really famous likes to eat there. Mm. Right. And they have, and you know, they, they're very famous and they're well, you know, well off. Yeah. You know, if you're an up and coming restaurant and you know, you comp their meal because you're like, Hey man, fucking thanks for coming here. And then like you make a big, like it's a public, like you make a post on your, on your Facebook about it. Like, Hey, fucking. Yeah. Who's somebody I'm famous? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds likes to come to my sh uh, my restaurant. Mm -hmm. You should come check it out. Then yeah, that yeah for sure because that's going to generate more income probably. And you know all the people that are going to go there to like fanboy or girl over fucking Ryan on the hopes that they could see him that one time he's there or whatever the fuck right. Yeah. So on the one hand, I get it from that perspective, but like <clears throat> if you are a again another restaurant and you are. Definitely five star, well established. Everybody in the fucking planet knows who the fuck you are, and you're still comping these people. But like, I go in there and I gotta pay two hundred dollars per plate. Like, come on, man. But I'm then, not asking for free food, but like at the same time, like, yeah, like I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But on the flip side, they're like, they're that's their shit. Who am yeah. I? Like, 
give me free shit. Fuck them. Well, it's not. A, it's not. The, it's but not I'm, that you were asking for free shit, but like asking for charge those motherfuckers too. <laughs> you know how fucking expensive Bentleys are, Rolls Royces. Is? You know how much those things are. More than my Jeep. Fuck. Oh my god. We can buy twenty-seven Jeeps for your fucking for one Rolls Royce with the uh, floating wheels on and shit. Mm. And for what? I mean, I love it, man. You know me. If I had the money, I'd have seven Rolls Royces. All of them. Yeah. Black. Every single one of the same fucking car, black. You know why? Because that's my money. I guess, you know, people who own Rolls Royces can do what they choose to and give them to who they like. I personally, <laughs> they ain't got no money for that, but I take it. You fucking right, I take it. Yeah, no, I I appreciate your struggle with uh, pluralizing Rolls Royce. Um, Rolls Royce, I'm fucking around, but yeah, are you? Um, I know it's not Rolls Royce. This is come on, man. Shit, Jesus. It reminds me of that Key and Peele skit, the uh, one where they're standing outside the, was it like their valet guys? Have you seen that? Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I was thinking about fucking. Um, Keenan and Kel for some reason. I'm like, why are you? Oh my god! Fucking... Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, man. Take your order. I'm sure you did. You watch that? Yeah. I know this girl that fucking loved the fucking uh, the other one, the one that's not, you know, popping like the uh, like Kel, Kel, Kel. Yeah, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, yeah, the other one. She knew him like for whatever reason. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. And you know, there it is, but. Well, because Keenan, that's the dude on SNL now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The other guy's killing it, too, and making it sound like he's not doing shit. He's he's on a bunch of Nickelodeon shows still. Really? Yeah, man. He's making a ton of money. He's he's making more money than me, man. No. But uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's on a bunch of shows. He's out there making, doing his thing. Acting. Right. <clears throat> you ought to uh, acquire him as a, as a, as a, as a talent. You know how... That's been fun, but it's slowed down quite a bit. I'm just assuming it's just because of the uh, the time of the year, you know, seasonal maybe or holidays. A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the same thing. Isn't it? I feel like I mean maybe, but I feel like um, when you think about like uh, people who do acting, right? So let's say you know actors in general, actors specifically. Um, the number of successful actors compared to the overall population is it's a pretty pretty big gap right no really low percentage yes um so i feel like well well, let me stop you it's not that there's an enormous difference in the workforce there's just an enormous difference in people that you know from that force yeah saying like there's thousands there are millions of actors out there but you know you know uh Gail Gadot. I don't know why that name popped in my head, but you know who she is, or you know who right. uh, who those people are. So they're actors; they just don't have that name yet. Right. Well, that's kind of what I mean, though. Right. So, um, to take the holidays off when you're really working for this one thing that a thousand other people are working for. The chances that one of them is working harder than you at achieving that goal is pretty high. Very high. 
So I just kind of feel like, you know, like those that are like putting in the work over the holiday seasons and like, you know what, man, like I'm, de I'm dedicating my life to this craft and this is what I want to do. So morning, noon and night, this is what I'm doing. Um, so it's interesting to me that it would kind of slow down during the holidays because it kind of shows you like when it comes to like you acquiring more talent, whatever, like those that are involved or engaged over the holiday seasons, I feel like those are the ones that want it a little bit more that or they just don't have any fucking family. Well, it's the, just the different opportunities. Like uh, you're saying, and I get that, like people who want it, you're going to go out there and get it. Mm -hmm. There's just so many different opportunities that are actually open. Like, uh, yeah. you know, there's going to be a, a, a bunch of new movies and TV shows that are going to come out soon because, all right, let me rephrase that. There are a bunch of shows that are going to start accepting new work because, you know, a bunch of shows are going to start to come out. So, your pilots for new programs, they're coming. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of work, but there are so many people trying to get those jobs. For everyone right. that is available, there are literally 15,000 people behind that one spot. So right. you, if you're really trying to do it, you better be out there fucking busting your ass to do it. Like having a talent agent will only get you so far. Like you still have right. to go to these auditions and you still have to fucking... You got to show up. And if you don't, like, there's somebody who's going to bust your ass on that job and do so much better. And that's it. So a lot of people, a lot of times working with folks, they don't understand. Like, hey, it's just because you sign with somebody doesn't mean it's, it's fucking cruise time. Now it's fucking time to put your foot down and pedal to the metal. Right. Other thing that's the flip side of that is if they want you, they're going to push. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody that they find uh, is worth it, you know, big Hollywood, they're going to put that money into you. And that's a lot of money. Yeah. It's more money than you can fucking imagine can go into you for whatever project. And they don't need you fucking this up. Right. So they're going to pick the right person for this <clears throat> shit. And it's not going to be you, the new guy who just showed up. It's going to be the seasoned veteran who never misses, you know, time to time to start and all that kind of dumb shit. So it's, it's a, it's kind of a weird business to get into. Like if you don't show out from the start and if you're not big from the start, it's a hard business to continue to do, but people yeah. can still try, man, hats off to them. And I'm here to help. Um, well, I think it's uh so so it's these uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say this <clears throat> facetiously. Um it's those these warriors out there grinding every day, putting in the work, these alpha types fucking mm -hmm. waking up at the fucking ass crack of three thirty AM and then sleeping and or not sleeping at all and then working all day and then going to bed at three in the morning giving their whole life to it because they're the the warriors of their craft i think i'm sorry i'm just really annoyed <clears throat> with that whole concept um the but reason i bring that up is that's how it, that's how it functions that's yeah i know i know no <clears throat> i uh so when i mentioned earlier that i was ranting today i was i was ranting about that stuff again i made a, a solo show on it a while back about alphas and all that stuff and 
I saw a video um come up on my Instagram reels and uh it was uh it, the audio was from the movie 300 where King Leonidas is trying to hype up his dudes mm-hmm. and the video was actually pretty cool because it was all these statues um uh, of the time or from the time whatever so it was really really neat I was like that's cool I'm going to look at some of the other videos on the account and see if they're like that as well and they are not some of them were kind of close but like it's all this audio about how you know you're this warrior this this badass out there like battle tested fucking blood sweat and tears and all this other shit and then it's just just videos of a guy in a gym (laughs) and i hate that I hate that so much. The American culture or one of the um, aspects of the American culture is that everybody is a warrior and everybody is this badass and everybody is this, all these fucking things. And no, you're not like, you're not at all. I I go to the gym. Like I like to, I like to do fitness and because I like to go to the gym, that doesn't make me, a badass. It doesn't make me a warrior. It doesn't make me an alpha male. It doesn't make me any of that shit. It just makes me a guy that likes to go to the fucking gym, right? And I understand. Like, there's uh, other audio. <clears throat> it's like, you know, never underestimate a man, a person that goes to the gym and keeps his hood on and doesn't look at people because that man is fighting demons or some. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just fucking just. It's so fucking. It's the lamest that shit is cringy as fuck to me if you are one of those people i'm talking to you directly that shit is cringy as fuck you have to stop because you are none of those things you're not a lion right and the people around you are sheep because they're not doing as many reps as you are you're not fucking billy badass on the fucking block you're not battle tested you're just some dickhead in the gym with your hood on because you think you're fucking cool. I fucking hate that shit. And I see that shit translated to real life because I, I, I go to a gym. There's a lot of high schoolers that go there and I, they do that. They fucking, they come in there and they fucking act like they're afflicted <laughs> by something. I'm like, motherfucker, you are 16. The only thing you're afflicted with is fucking acne. Maybe that's how they fucking like get in, yeah. get ready. Like, ah, oh, they fucking, ah, I'm fucking crazy. Ah, hardcore. But you're not, you but know. The, the perception that people at the gym, you have to be like that to be ready to go to the gym because that's how you do it. That's how you achieve whatever you're trying to achieve at the gym. Is if you have to, God, I'm, I'm fucking get pumped up. I, I'm <sighs> dark hearted. Don't talk to me or whatever. Or you know, don't dark hearted. Yeah. You see my my camera set up here at the gym. Mm-hmm. You see me working out. Don't get stand in front of it because I'm trying to display my struggle i don't know what their deal is but like uh that's how they get into it i don't knock it but oh, i'm knocking the fuck out of it i mean I, I, I suppose i'd knock it too but no i am because like okay <clears throat> you brought up a good point you have all of these dudes with like like semi-professional content like really great video angles yeah. it's all cut up you know what i'm saying it's got some good audio on it and then the audio was talking about how it's like you know, I'm fighting these demons, but I'm a lion fucking blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. It's the cliche, man. Cliche. You are literally creating content 
for likes to generate likes to take you to take the take the consumer the people that are liking your shit to your store or to your fucking buy my program to build better glutes or the the six best exercises to burn belly fat which is all bullshit it's all bullshit it's all a fucking show it's you're casting out a wide net okay yeah and this wide net is gonna catch as many people that I can possibly catch that like what I'm saying. Basically mm-hmm. what our show is, you know? Yeah. No, it's but not. We're not we're not we're not like like that. Like we're not over here saying we're not, like, we're not over here selling it like only to you know, it's a weird no no no. You can't you can't compare the show to these dudes, man. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotta stop. <clears throat> yeah, we're not we're not over here like pretending to be like you said, dark hearted and afflicted and broken. And that's why I'm here to shove the, shove the pain real deep or uh, the only existence is pain, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. I hate it. Listen, but, I, I, I understand getting pumped up. I understand getting pumped up and going to the gym. I understand sitting in your fucking car, listening to the fucking metal and getting fucking riled up, getting your fucking heart rate up and going to the gym. I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Hell yeah. But don't go in there pretending that your life is broken and this is the only way that you can put yourself back together. I mean, I get it. For some people, the, the gym is their safe space. It's their place away from all that stuff because blah, blah, blah. But you are not. It's not everybody. Is what you're, you're not in there really, fighting demons. Is it everybody that is like that in there? It, it's just, nah, there's there's normal people that work out. <clears throat> doing I'll tell you what. Set. Dude, the, the most jacked guy in my gym, I kid you not, man. He's he definitely a competitor because he's always fucking like orange or brown the way they, you know, they're, they're painted. Yeah. <laughs> always. The dude is always, he just stays that way. The dude is probably in his 60s and the dude is like straight up fucking jacked as fuck, dude. Like he doesn't, I, 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 I've seen him in there for, going on two years now i've never seen him take pre-workout i've never seen him i don't i've never seen him with a shaker bottle of any kind he just walks over to the fountain takes a drink when he wants it the dude is cut the dude is jacked i mean he'll sit there and do fucking pull-ups for fucking months Mm -hmm. um with ease and he's not he's not listening to music he doesn't have any headphones and he has his glasses on like his reading glasses because he's old his glasses and he's just in there, like, and he's just doing what he needs to do. He's not in there acting like fucking Billy Badass, fucking battle-tested dickhead, fucking I'm a lion. He's just some guy working out. Um, it, it, he just doesn't know. need to get to that point. He's he's just a chill-ass dude. <laughs> he knows these, he's experienced. These younger people, they need that. They think they need it. Afflicted t-shirt. Like, they, <laughs> army people with the afflicted t-shirts back in the day, they felt like they needed that shit. That's what, what I'm saying the, the people at the gym are now. Yeah. I mean, you know, I bet you don't need that. You really don't. You just need to have a goal in mind and a plan to work towards that goal. That's it. It may be, maybe you need motivation to go to the gym. Maybe you need to kind of budget to go to the gym. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but don't post content on social media claiming to be all these other things in a world with people who are very susceptible to believing in bullshit. One of the big things that's coming up right now is SARMs. You know what SARMs are? S-A-R-M-S? No, what the hell is that? Um, SARMs is, it stands for like Selective Androgen Receptor Modulator, I believe. I can't remember what the M is, but basically they're being advertised as like a a legal version um, 
to steroids and they're claiming to be safe. They're claiming to be great for you know this and that. And you've got teenagers who are not even completely fully developed taking these things as if they're like, you know, candy, right? What's fucked up is uh, SARMs are made up of a pile of other different fucking chemicals. And some of them are known to be cancer causing like a hundred percent are fucking cancer causing chemicals. Like we know for a fucking fact, if you take these things in, you will get cancer mm-hmm. or you increase your chances of getting cancer. Some of them actually have steroids in them. They're not good for you. They're not healthy. They will fucking p- potentially prematurely end your life. Um, and all for what? Because you're 17 and you see this guy on social media talking about how he's got fucking demons and he's got these big ass goddamn muscles and you want them to, but you don't want to do the fucking work. That fucking guy, the guy I was just talking about, for example, he has been in the gym, I guarantee you, for fucking 30 years. Mm-hmm. He has worked his way to where he is now. He's put in the work, the hours, the fucking dieting, the sleep, everything. He's natural. You can tell he's natural. But the the issue is well, people. It's a big thing nowadays. And I I feel like I feel like an, an asshole saying this, but social media you need to have those fucking fast ass results. Like I need to yeah. fucking have this done now. Nobody knows how to be an expert at anything anymore because you need to have those fast ass results. And with these cameras and shit, I can edit together some fast ass results that'll blow your mind. Even though the mm-hmm. people who really work at that stuff, really work at this stuff, has been working, like you say, the person at that gym has been there probably 30, 40 years. They're fucking pros at it. They've fucking torn muscles and broken bones and done the whole nine yards in the gym. They've been hurt from the gym longer than these people have been in the gym. And those people who want those fast-ass results are trying all these kind of supplements, like you said, all this kind of fucking medication that literally gives you cancer like you said will literally kill you mm-hmm. hey man you gotta have those results people don't fucking value life anymore right it's a it's all about the instant gratification of stuff i need to have that yeah thumbs yeah, yeah, up. yeah. <clears throat> yeah exactly i need i need to get that i need to get that i need to get that like i need to get that thumbs up i need to you know tiktok has shown us that you can have an account that can generate millions of likes per video and you go viral and that's what people are going for. They're going for what's viral. They're going for what gets them the most instant gratification today. And what is, what is going viral? What is it? What does that get you? What is not, it? What the it depends? Fuck? Depends. I mean, for one, I mean, I think the, probably the biggest, the biggest appeal to it is clout. And then, right. Like, oh, you see my video, man, I got fucking 5,000 likes. We got fucking, and I, and I, I was guilty of that when I first started trying to grow my Instagram account. Cause I was trying to like turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. I was guilty of that. I was constantly checking my likes to see where they were at. Right. Like, Oh, and this one got, I remember like I was getting like, you know, 10, 15 likes per video per, per post. And then it was like fucking 30. I was like 30. Holy shit. And then that's like, um, you know, I got into the hundreds and I think my, my most liked post was like 800 and something likes and i was like holy shit that's a lot mm-hmm. but to what end you yeah. know what i mean i was trying to turn it into a business so i can like i could justify it that way but it, it became an obsession mm-hmm. right um it became such an obsession that like that's all i focused on like when i was making content like i would try and like stage things right like okay like i'm gonna 
pose like this and do this fucking and you can probably go through my my posts a couple years ago and see which ones are like that because that's what it was yeah and um you because you 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 post for likes i mean it's just like what we do with the show right like we're making content for likes for listens but the the end goal is the difference you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like we're trying to do the show um, because we want to bring in this community of veterans. We want to bring in people together. We want to help them when it comes to like mental health stuff. We want to make something better. We're not trying to like, I don't care about being famous. You don't care about being famous. We like to be successful at what we do, but like success doesn't have to be defined by how well are we a household name or how many commas does our bank account have? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's all about the angle, right? Clout. Um, that's not an end goal. That's that's short lived. Yeah, people. I mean, I mean, that's what we understand that, but uh, these young kids don't. That's all they know. That's that's what they're raised up on. We weren't raised with social media. We were raised to go out there and do shit and see results. Yeah, like things are different now. Like uh, my son. Luckily, he isn't really into social media. He plays video games. He talks to his friends that way, but he doesn't really deal with, you know, doing shit for likes, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like people do shit for likes, and the the end result is just more likes. And and now, what do you got? Just likes. What do you got to show? Yeah. For? Like, I think I never like really post shit for likes. I always go and look to see how many people I lost following. To me, that's more important, kind of. Um, maybe I'm saying shit on the social media stuff that people don't like so much. So I have to be smart about the things that I post to try to make before I forget, go further. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to be careful. I don't really care about if I get likes. I care about if the fucking viewership lowers. Right. Which is again, it's the same fucking thing as is you know, this other end, person saying end oh, result. For likes. Yeah, but I have a different end result. Yeah. I don't know what that person's end result is for those likes. You know, maybe uh that's just that's just it. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking do all this work and all this shit and fucking all this kind of creative content just to be seen and just to be known and you know, maybe it makes them money. I don't know, but that's that's what they like. I can't knock it, right? Right. So, you know, have fun with the time you got. You know, do do what you want to do, but I don't know. I'm not going to beat up on them. You can beat up on them, Kevin. I'm not going <laughs> to. You can fucking swing away. I just stop you, but I just I just get riled up or riled up over some of the dumbest things, but hold on a second. Um we're gonna have to edit from here because I gotta I gotta piss really bad. <laughs> All right, go for it. Yeah.
<laughs> Wait, what's up? Nothing. I was just I was just laughing about how like we were talking about how uh uh video would be like uncensored, unedited. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, we got bathroom breaks. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, sometimes I'll watch like really long. Are you recording again or still? You never stopped. You can't really. Yeah. I suppose you could stop it, but it'd just be a bunch mm-hmm. of chopped up videos. Well, no, I was going to say, like, you watch like some of the Joe Rogan stuff and you're like, they're talking for like three hours. When do they ever stop and go piss? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you know, yeah. Joe Rogan's out there drinking water and shit. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just cracks me up. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean it, it. It's it's a whole thing. I just I just wish people would be more honest with themselves when it comes to all of that stuff. Like, so I made the comparison earlier today. Two hundred years ago, right? Like, I'm sure there were people walking around in the wild west pretending like they were the biggest, baddest fucking cowboy out there or outlaw or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But unless they were living that life, no, they weren't. 500 years ago, right? I'm the I'm the greatest swordsman in all the lands. But then his buddy's like, dude, you're a cobbler. You make shoes. Like that's that's what you do. That's your profession. That's your that's what you give to the village, right? That's your whatever, right? Yeah. You're not the greatest swordsman in all the lands. And if you are, why are you not a knight? Because there were people in those roles. Right? Right. So, so, you know, back then there was like a, maybe, you know, I would imagine some type of like, I don't know, checks and balances by like innate, like checks and balances. Right. So like, you know, your profession defined what you were. That's where where a lot of like last names tend to come from, like Smith, right. Is a Smith of some type, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, that's what you were. That doesn't mean that you couldn't elevate out of that position and become a knight or something greater, a noble of some type. Just like, you know, back in the Wild West, you could have become the greatest cowboy and made a name for yourself in the history books. Yeah. But if your profession was, I'm a card dealer at a local saloon, you're probably not the greatest cowboy in the Wild West. You know what I mean? Fast forward to today, um, you know, you can be a, a, a sales associate at Walmart, but you can post content on social media talking about how you're this fucking lion in this world of sheep and only you see the truth and the reality of things and blah, blah, blah. Guy, you're nine to five. You wear fucking slacks and a tie. Yeah. Who's going to prove them wrong? Who's going to, who's going to call them out for their bullshit? I know that you were trying to do it here. But who's going to call those people out for that? You, we see it all the time, but do you, are you ever like, hey, hey, stop. Yeah, right. Do we well, ever do, do this? No, we're not like rude assholes. We're not just going to roll up on people and like, hey, stop pursuing your dreams because they're stupid. Well, and it's not even like, are. I wouldn't even say it's in pursuit of a dream. But let, let me ask you this. You've been in combat, right? For shizzle. Like actual combat against an armed enemy. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have too. Right. Do we walk around acting like we're fucking the lions of the world and we're warriors? Do we say that? Is that a thing that we do? No. So I mean, why is it necessary for people who have never been in those situations to walk around and doing that? Are they proving something? It's 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 romantic. 
it's fucking fucking cool. It's fucking cool shit. It's not something that everyone can say they've done. Not everyone on the street can say that they've done the shit that we've done. So a lot of times people want to steal that. They don't want to fucking put their own ass on the line because it's fucking dangerous. It's scary as fuck. If I could trade with some people, like uh, those are fucking memories you don't necessarily want to fucking have, but we Mm. got them. You guys can take all the fucking cool parts about it and leave us with the fucking fucked up parts, but that's just how it is. It's how, that's how uh, society is. You know, take what you want and leave what you don't. Yeah, it's the um, it's the old saying. Everyone, everybody wants to be gangster until it's time to do gangster shit. Yeah, it's not even just that. It's everyone wants to be a gangster until it's time to do some gangster shit and then like reflect on it. Because who yeah. wants to fucking reflect on that shit? Yeah, the shit that falls on afterwards. Yeah, nobody I'll, I'll, avoids it. I know I did. <clears throat> did. Yeah, no, I mean, a, a lot of a lot of people don't seem to fucking think about that part of it, right? Like, okay, uh, oh, man, that's fucking cool. You went to Iraq, you did this, you did that. You fucking did. You was, was like to kill people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they don't think about, like, the question itself. Like, I'm, as, I'm, I'm asking this person, what is it like to kill another person? Yeah. Like, do you, people fucking want to know. They want to know inquiring minds want to know but they don't they don't think about like what did i just ask this person yeah what did i make him what did i make this person fucking relive yeah yeah in that little flash because you know it doesn't take a second you can relive everything in like a fucking in a blink of an eye you can relive an entire fucking fight in your head yeah so i've never personally been asked like have you killed somebody thank god like, I don't think I know what to do with that. Like, That's actually kind of surprising. I, uh, I, my family has never asked that. Uh, not that I know of, that I can recall. No, they never asked that. I mean, you got to think four years in the Army and then 13 years as, as, as LAPD. Like, you would think at some point somebody would have asked. I mean, That's 17 years of being a hard charger. Nobody's ever in my family's ever asked that because huh. I didn't bring it up. I didn't want to talk. I haven't talked to them about that the specifics about it. I've talked to my wife about some things because of course I'm going to talk to my wife about it but like my son no. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my mother, sisters, cousins, no. They never really got into that kind of shit because I think they understand and they're like mature fucking people and they know the right shit to ask folks and the wrong shit to ask folks. They don't know how somebody might react to that because we we're all raised to understand like some people might react to something differently. You got to fucking feel the room with these fucking questions you ask folks. And not say like, hey, I'm fucking crazy. Don't ask me that shit. They're like, no, they don't fucking care. This is not going to change their perception of me, hopefully. So, but other people that you don't know, I've never been asked by, you know, no, never. No, I don't, no, I used I don't to get- know what <clears throat> I would do if, if it was somebody I don't know who had asked that. I would assume flat out, you don't know me. Cause you wouldn't ask me that mm-hmm. and how would, how, how, how would I respond to it? Uh, well, fucking, I don't know. How would you respond to it? Cause it seems like you were asked that once or twice. No. Yeah. When I, when I first came home, um, I was asked a lot actually. Um, and so on, on, on the one hand I understand, right. Because like in our generation, we're the, we're the first 
combat veterans, like, you know, um, and, you know, given the time frame in which we went, you know, so we, we deployed in the beginning of the global war on terror. And so when we came home, we left active duty and, uh, we're there and we're, we're, we're people who are about the same age as us. And they're seeing all this shit unfold on TV for the first time, really in their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then meet somebody who's of the same age group, the same peer group. And they're, you know, who, who was there in those places that they're seeing on the news. <clears throat> so it's easy for them, I think, to think to themselves, well, I can talk to this. I can ask them this question because we're the same age. We're the same. We're here at the same diner, having the same cup of coffee or whatever, like two mm-hmm. tables apart or whatever. No big deal. Yeah. So I get why, like, somebody might feel comfortable asking that question. But when you stop and 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 think about what the question actually what you're ask, what you're actually asking them, like, because you don't know how that person took it, mm-hmm. right? You don't know. Oh, did you kill someone? Okay, yes. What was it like? Well, I mean, you're not prepared for the answer that could be like, well, it was a child. Oh, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah, that's right. I, you know, I was directed to put machine gun fire into this building and accidentally killed a mother and her two kids. So how how the fuck do you think it was like? They're not prepared for that answer. They just assume that the people we're killing are enemy combatants, and for the most part, yes, that that's what we're that's who we're going after. But is that how it always plays out in war? No, it's not. You know, the collateral damage is a real thing, and it's it's almost dehumanizing to refer to non-combatants as um, collateral damage, but that's what they're referred to as. It's, they're not prepared for that answer, though. But like at first, you know, I didn't know really how to answer it um, when, I, when I was asking. I was asked often, often enough that like I was able to like process these thoughts over a, the course of several months and be like, so at first I didn't know how to answer it. And I'd just be like, I, yes, I did. And then leave it at that. Mm-hmm. The follow on question that a lot of times they had, what was it like with their big white eyes? How to feel? Was it cool? It's like you can tell me. Yeah, knew what it was like. Well, they were just so amped. They'd never met somebody who killed another person before that they knew of. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to know what it was like. You don't know what you're asking because, again, you don't know who I killed. Yeah. You know, so now you're asking me to, like you said, relive those moments. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's as if, you know, you you you, you asked, this, well, let me, well, tell me about a, a, an event in your life that's that's tragic and traumatic. Yeah. Okay. What was that like? Oh yeah, you, you your 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 sibling was in a car accident and they died. What was that like? Tell me about it. How often? How how was that? Was it cool? You know what I mean? It's the same concept, right? A lot of people don't think about that. Yeah. And so I got to the point where I started being like, um, why do you want to know? Why are you asking? It's one of two reasons: either you want to know if it's cool, or you want to know how I'm doing. Because I I'd also get asked that question too. Some people were aware, you know. Obviously, like you know, asking the first question is a little off-putting. Hey, did you kill anybody? But if they followed it up with, "Man, like that had to be that had to be hard. Like, how gonna, how are how are you doing?" That was going to be my next question. Was has everyone anyone ever asked you how are you doing after? Yeah, so yeah. Thank you for even saying that because that. What did you say? Like. Well, that's so fucking, uh, that's heavy duty. Like, hey, I just told you about this fucking heavy duty shit. Now, uh, this is how I'm doing after. 
yeah. sit down and, and get ready for this shit. So the ones that typically asked, um, how are you doing, were people that either knew me or women. The ones that wanted to know if it was cool and what it was like were people that didn't know me and dudes. Um, like almost exclusively on either side, right? Why do you think that is? I mean, I mean guys are guys. Guys are guys, yeah, true. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, we're 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 not really known for being for having the 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 the, the most foresight, um or to be the most understanding or the most emotionally connected. Right. And that's a, you know, problem with society I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, so it got, it got to the point though, where, where I would ask them like, well, why are you asking if it's, if depending on which reason it is, I'll, I'll give you the answer. If it's the first reason and you just want to know if it's fucking cool, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, and then they would get offended at that. Like they would, I would, I had people actually be like, dude, what, what, why? Like, that's fucked up. Like, think about what you just asked. Um, now, and I will say like, this is before a lot of the struggles that I would later end up having with PTSD, whatever really started to kick in. Right. Or they, they were starting to kick in and I wasn't aware of what I was going through. And you know, and so for those that would ask for like genuinely wanting to know, I'm like, you know, I would tell them, it's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it did. It, it, uh, and so you try and give some, depending on who you're talking to, there's some macho answer, right? Well, I mean, you try and justify it. And, and I will say, like, I, I, I stand, by, I've always said this and I kind of stand behind it. Like, I, I can justify it because when, when a person decides to, um, walk into their closet and grab their gun and say to themselves, I am going to go outside and I'm going to kill somebody on the other team. They made the conscious decision. Now the, you know, it's on you. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you're out in the woods and you get attacked by a mountain lion and a mountain lion, you know, you happen to be on a trail and, you know, maybe the, you know, for whatever reason, the mountain lion just like decides to jump out and attack. It has a reason right? It's cubs are probably nearby. Maybe it's den is nearby. Maybe it's wounded. Um, maybe it was on the hunt for something. Maybe it hasn't eaten in a while and, and you just looked, you know, easy to take down. But what a lot of people don't understand is like in the wild, uh, predators will typically target the weaker ones, right? So when you watch like, uh, lionesses hunt, um, say gazelles, right? They'll get them on a chase and whichever ones fall back, or whichever ones are wounded, the herd will typically leave behind and the lionesses get food. I mean, that's how it works in nature. So when you get attacked by an animal in the wild, it's not because it's choosing to attack you because it thought about it. It's acting instinctively. Um, People don't do that. When somebody attempts to kill you or the guy next to you, um, in war, it's a it's a it's a decision they made, and they made the decision. We make the decision. It's reactive, right? right? I mean, how many times? How many times when we deployed did we go out there and initiate contact? You know, like went out there and started fighting, just shooting people randomly. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's ever happened. No, 
Because that's not ever having that once. <laughs> no, I mean, we would go out with like target houses, right? We're, maybe we're looking for this or for that. And we had these objectives, but we didn't just pop in the door and throw a frag in and start fucking blasting motherfuckers. No, no. Every, every fucking firefight that we were ever in. um, And to my best approximation is well in the, in the 200 range, 200 to, you know, 250, 270 different days of, of, of firefights. Um, when you really think about that year on deployment, that's about where we were. Every single one of those was initiated by the other person, and we were strictly uh, reactionary. I mean, you decide to pull the trigger on me. I'm going to pull the trigger on you. Hey, it's I'm going to come, going to go home after this. Yeah, that's what everyone's. Uh, even uh, with the police, that's what it, the goal at the end of every night was or every start of the shift it was i'm gonna go home i don't i'm not gonna go out there trying to start chases and i'm not gonna go out there and start to at least you know the same folks right I'm gonna go out there and try to cause issue but i'm here if it happens like a lot of people won't be there when it happens because they can't deal with it mm-hmm. they're not strong enough to to deal with this sort of threat they don't have the proper equipment to deal with this kind of threat. Like this is what we get paid to do. This is what we swore we would do if you were in the military in any branch. So you got to stand on top of that wall of freedom, right? That's what, right. that's what the, the, that's it really. Any go, any job that you fucking swear to any job that you raise your right hand to, you're basically saying you'll die for that job. Yeah. What it boils down to. Every single job that you raise your right hand for, that's it. You are literally pledging your life to that, your allegiance or whatever. With the police, yeah. you are literally saying, I will give my life to protect these civilians. With the Army, military, I will literally give my life to protect this country. It's fucking heavy. Nobody's going to, a lot of people aren't fucking ready for that. Right. That's the truth. That's what it is. But they want to play I the think, part. Yeah, they want to play the part until it's time to actually do that shit. And now you're fucking fucked. Yeah. It, I wish there was a way that <clears throat> before you got into military, it, you could understand fully what you're getting Holy, into. What you're getting into. Not just the okay, I might shoot somebody. It might suck. No. It's so much more than that. I might shoot somebody, it might suck. It's gonna suck. Unless you're a fucking psychopath, you're fucking crazy, then have at it, I guess, but everyone else has to fucking deal with that shit because we're human and we're not wired all fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can really legitimately uh, do that shit on the daily and just be good. Yeah. Just be, like, cool with it. That's fucking nuts if you can, because if you really think about what that is, that's not just you. 
infantry folks are raised quotes air quotes to love to kill that's mm -hmm. it hey that's our fucking job they're medics that love to save lives there's fucking engineers that love to fucking build shit there's fucking 42 alphas that love to file paperwork or and lose paperwork MPs that love to fucking police shit infantry folks are supposed to love to kill yeah it is you don't have to love it but that's your fucking mm -hmm. job that's your job there's nothing yeah. else for you to do there's nothing for you to move. There's nothing for you to paint. There's nothing for you to fucking carve or fucking cook. That's your job is to kill. I wish there was a way for people to really put that into folks' head before they get into it and really explain, like somebody who's been through a lot to sit down with these fucking classes, those, those people in basic, like say, hey, this is... Sergeant XYZ, he won or he was awarded XYZ awards for bravery. He's a fucking hero. Let's hear his story about how he deals with being a hero. Right. You know, you can ask any one of those, uh, the recipients of the Medal of Honor. Mm hmm. And I guarantee you, not one of them gonna be like, I fucking loved every minute of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you could, if you could talk to Roy Benavidez today, uh, <clears throat> for the shit that he did, and the amount of people that he had to like take down just to to save that squad of uh, special forces guys, or Salvatore Junta, who, um, you know, saw one of his buddies being you know, dragged off in the dark by Taliban fighters um, in uh, Afghanistan, took off after him, had to kill some dudes for it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to sit there and talk about like, oh, fucking dude, it was so fucking rad. Like, you listen to their stories when they tell it, they're not over there like all hyped up about it. Like, oh, bro. So like, I fucking started blasting and fucking popped this one dude. It's not how it is, man. No. <clears throat> but, you know, I promise that if you ever do encounter somebody, listener, who doesn't know if you got this far into the show, uh, if you ever encounter somebody who talks like that, they're they're fucking full of shit. Yeah. Or they're fucking crazy and you should stay away from them. Mm -hmm. No one I can think of um, would ever think like uh, that shit was fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't be wrong. Like, I mean, I can casually speak about things now, but like, um, it 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 uh, it it's just the way that I talk about it. Yeah. Right. Um. Like when we talk about like uh at the ODA house in June of '04, and the two Bradleys, we were taking taking fire from some building, multi-level building, and the Bradleys whoop, went down the line and just started like dumping 25 mic mic into the windows of each room until they until the shooting stopped. Mm -hmm. I can talk about that story. I wasn't one of the gunners, but I can talk about that story and being like, it that's kind of crazy. Like how fucking nuts is it that they were doing this? Blah blah blah. It's dumping rounds into this building, practically leveling the fucking thing. 
But I'm not talking about it from like, oh, and then they fucking obliterated that dude. Or like when when uh, the Abrams took out that RPG team in town. And, yeah. You know, unloaded the main gun in town on an RPG team. And how, you know, the uh, the 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 the, 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 the track commander's response, you know, are they dead? They're splattered all over the place. It wasn't it's not to display like, oh, I think that's fucking cool. The story is comical to me. The circumstances are shitty. But like it I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, no, those people are like, it's so fucking rad to watch that guy's head pop off when I hit him with the fucking Barrett 50 cal. Hmm. One that didn't happen, or two, you're crazy. I think they're just trying to figure out a way to deal with it. Like, wasn't it cool? Like, no, it wasn't cool. Like, I, they don't know what the answer to that question should be. Well, when we were there, right? When, the, when While we were there, I remember coming off a mission when fucking Love took out the fucking RPG man at the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. And it was it was congratulations all around, fucking handshakes, high fives, and all that stuff. Yeah, but that was <clears throat> that was there amongst ourselves, right? Like we're not out in the world. Like, well, I think I think in that case it was like our own struggle with that fucking asshole because I yeah. shot at that guy, I fucking almost killed him. Love kills him with the next day, the day after, yeah. a few days later. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that was a fucking. One of the few times I was like cheering somebody because that motherfucker fucking harassed the fuck out of us. Like I fucking looked directly at him, aiming an RPG right at me. I looked at him. I time stopped. It's not even a fucking joke. Like one hundred thousand percent, just like you would imagine somebody aiming a gun at you, he's aiming a fucking RPG at me. All I can do is scream. Bag it, get down, RPG. And before he could even get down, I was fucking dumping at this dude. I hadn't even sighted it in the fucking gun. I was just fucking firing because if I didn't, I was going to fucking die is what I thought. Yeah. In yeah. that two-second fucking interval of all this shit happened to me, turning to the left and then seeing this guy and then all that shit happens. And then you should just start shooting because, you know, it's survival. It's fucking crazy. It's not like, oh, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was, that shit was fucking crazy. Insane. Yeah. Like, cool. And then Love got that fucking guy. And I looked at the fucking guy splattered everywhere. And I'm like, all right. I didn't start this shit, but he fucking finished it. Yeah. Well, and if, from what I recall, um, that guy, that was cat and mouse for like, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah. Heat. And, uh, and so what I think is interesting is what I remember love telling us about how he, you know, it was one of three alleyways that we knew that he was going to come out of because he always came out of one of three and they did, they positioned themselves in a place to where he had to only come out of one. And then, um, probably after speaking with you about, you know, um, how that played out and, and when that happened and then, so love like sighting in the gun and leaving it aimed right at that fucking one alleyway. And wouldn't you fucking know it dude pops out. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely um, an excitable moment, right? Like it's like fucking finally we took out this dude. Yeah. But it's not like we want to, it's not like it's a parade. It's a, it's no. not like it's like cheers to everybody. And all these years later, it's not something that like, we're like, Seeking clout for seeking 
um, acknowledgement for. It's it was the job there, but in in here, that's that's it's just a it's a it's a memory that happened. It's a thing that happened. It's an event that a lot of people just can't deal with. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that was uh it was we can talk about it because it was something that happened. Hmm. You know, we can all one way or another tell a story about something that happened your angle of this my angle of that why i did what i did and why you did what you did and why we asked those questions about who did what and all that kind of stuff it's something that we can all kind of stitch together through our memory mm-hmm. like we gotta we have to talk about this shit and put it on tape because you know our memories at least mine's is shitty so you know it's important that we talk about this kind of stuff but that's that's kind of one of the only things that we're going to have between each other is these fucking stories. That's it. We are all going to live different lives. Everyone's going to go in different directions. No one's going to be the same. No one. From the time you raised your right hand and swore that you would give your life to this country until now, this second, everybody had a different life. Yeah. Including that day on that corner where that dude got blown away or the day Kreider got killed or yeah yeah man and see that's the shit that we're talking about everybody wants to be gangster until it's time to fucking deal with the consequences of having been somewhat gangster you know what I mean? That's the shit that nobody thinks about. That's the bullshit, man. That's that, that's why I make all these fucking rants. When I see these fucking people out here doing this shit, like, you don't even know, man. You don't. So. Nope. Until you that, ask. And then when you ask, you get all this shit. Yeah. Like, are you ready for the fucking answer? That should be the name of this fucking, this particular show is, are you ready for the answer? Because you're going to ask some questions, but are you ready for the answers to those fucking questions? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind people asking now, but that's kind of what it is. I mean, are you ready for these answers? Because yeah. you, you got to know what yeah. you're asking. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I wouldn't want to let you think it was one way when it was actually this way. Yeah. Well, and so that's one thing, you know, having been a drill um, and training soldiers in basic training, like, I felt the absolute need to be 100% honest with them whenever they had these questions mm-hmm. because who else are they going to get the honesty from? Who else are they going to get the truth from? And, you know, I, I, I was, I was honest with them and they don't have, they don't have a choice at that point. Like, even if they're not asking the question, like I'm going to let them know, oh, yeah. why did you, why did you join the army? Because I want to kill people. Well, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? And I would lay it on. I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. You want to kill people and defend the country. First of all, you draw, you joined the wrong job, but we'll, we'll, you know, some, you know, the global war on terror doesn't necessarily care about that. So now you want to kill people. What's that like? How do you do it? Do you go about, how do you go about doing it? Do you think you can do it? That's the big question. Do you think you can do it? Yeah. And then, <clears throat> okay, so maybe you can, maybe you can in the heat of the moment, thanks to your training, you can pull the trigger. You can actually aim down your sights effectively and pull that trigger slow and smooth 
popped. Now what? Yeah. Now what do you do? How do you deal with that? How do you deal with those consequences? Tomorrow and today, at the end of the day, you know, when you go, when you're off mission, you're back at the, you're back at the FOB, your patrol base. Tomorrow, the day after you've killed somebody, 24 hours after you've had time to think about it, sleep on it. A month from now, you know, you're still in theater. Okay, cool. I get it. You're still in the, you're still in motions of things. You're still in the heat of things. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're in that mindset, right? I used to always say, like, when I was deployed, you have to allow yourself to be a little crazy so that you don't go all the way crazy. You have to allow yourself to like do these things so that you don't like go all in and be and come back fucked up. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So fine. Okay. You're on deployment. You, you know, you're still in that mindset. Got it. Okay. Six months from now, you're home. No, no, you're, you're back at your duty station. You're there with your buddies, right? Your military friends. And you're having a few beers, like, oh man, you remember that time? Blah blah blah. And you're re- you're rehashing those things. You're reliving those moments. Maybe in private, you're reliving them in a different way. Oh yeah. Six months from then, you're out, out of the army, out of the military. You're home, home, home. You're the only person in your family who's ever joined. Maybe you had an uncle or a granddad or great grandfather or whatever that served in a war. Um, but that's you know, generational differences. You, know, you don't talk to them anymore. Maybe, maybe you do talk to them and they explain to you what's going to happen. And you're like, that's not going to happen to me. I fucking enjoyed that shit. Then you get some time to think about it. You can't sleep. You stay awake for days, days on end. And when you do sleep, if you do sleep, it's for hours, 18 hours, 20 hours. You're awake for fucking three and a half, four days straight. For no reason. You're socially awkward if you're social at all. You're angry. You're yelling at people for no reason, for dumb things. The police are being called on you because you're belligerent. You're not even drunk. You're just belligerent. You're just incon- inconsolable for no reason. But you don't you don't know why. And you start to do with all these other struggles that arise. Um, that's the shit that nobody wants to talk about. That's the shit that nobody wants to deal with. That's the shit that people want to go out there and fucking act hard and be hard and fucking act gangster and shit. Like that's the shit that they're not thinking about. Sure, man, anybody can fucking cosplay the fuck out of uh, uh some operator and look cool as fuck. Man, even those dudes got to deal with the struggles of that shit, man. That's the part that like I wish people understood. You know what I mean? Like what it is that like we have to deal with afterwards. You know? Yeah. I mean, here we are, what, 17 years away from when we were deployed. Still, there are, there, there's the struggles. Still, there's the, <clears throat> the dealing with the bullshit. Yeah. You know what? It's not even the, that there's still struggles is like uh how many people aren't talking about it like uh we're, we're all talking about it yeah i say we're all air quotes it's not everybody who was there it's women still missing a lot of folks there's yeah. people who refuse to talk to us if you're still even listening to the show at this point like the amount of people who have turned us down to talk about this stuff on the show 
I can go a couple hands over counting on my fingers because it's not for everybody. It's not that easy. It's it's fucking motherfuckers do not want to fucking deal with that shit again. And basically what I'm asking people to do when they come on the show and what Kevin's asking people to do when they come in here is relive trauma. It's fucked yeah. up. Like, yeah, because we're basically. Yeah, please tell me about what happened. Uh, I don't remember it. Like, you tell me what happened. You fill me in all the blanks. Are you, you know, we're going to talk to some folks this season where they're, it's going to be a different deployment. And I'm, we're going to ask them, like, hey, you know, tell me how it went, what happened, what do you want to tell me about it? And yeah. the whole point behind this kind of thing is to talk about the hard shit. And, you know, we're going to be asking folks to do that. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And I get it. I'm not going to be pissed off at them. I'd never be mad at somebody for saying, hey, I don't want to fucking do that shit. I, I had people who fucking say, I don't even want to fucking listen to that shit. Not yeah. They don't give a fuck about me, of, you know, the shit that we're doing. They love what we're doing, but they don't want to fucking relive it. So should I be pissed off at them for it? No. Everyone has their own traumas. So for everyone else coming on the show, like I'm not saying like I want you to fucking spill your guts. Uh it's very much you tell me what you want to talk about, and we will talk about that only. I'm never gonna go into the whole tell me how you really felt about that and tell me about the nightmares you had. I don't Yeah. You don't have to tell me that if you don't want to. That's fucking heavy duty shit. I mean, we're here to talk. I'm recording it. A bunch of people might listen, but a bunch of people who are listening has possibly been through the same thing and you're helping them. So if you're not ready to talk yet, that's cool. But uh, just know that we're going to keep doing this and hopefully it'll help somebody, somebody else uh, out of our dozens of <laughs> well i think one of my my tens. one of my favorite <clears throat> tens of tens of seven yeah um i think one of my favorite um comments or reviews on on the show was from the first season actually where um the group of marines that were listening in um who said that uh, they didn't even know that it was okay to talk about some of this stuff until they started listening to our show like fuck man like we can have these conversations. The answer is yes. You should absolutely have these conversations. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, with people you trust, um, people that you know that are not going to sit there and judge you and be negative about it and make you feel bad for the shit that you did. And you obviously don't have to talk about everything, but at the very least, get with your former comrades and talk to them. Yeah, because I promise you, they're going through it too. Mm-hmm. That's and that's that's been a big big um, message, at least I think in my mind, is that like, no matter how alone you feel in the struggle, you are not. Yeah, that was the one thing I think that fucked me up in my head the most when I was deployed. The one thing was I was worried about what other people, or if other people were worried about me. Hmm. Like I would sit at night randomly and think no one else on this planet is thinking about me right now. 
that wasn't necessarily the case. And that was kind of a silly way to think. Like, uh, I guess I was just being selfish. I was being a fucking, what, 20-year-old kid uh, in the middle of something really fucked up, really crazy. Not like crazy cool, like crazy like that guy got blown to pieces crazy. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it's, it's a different kind of a thing, you know. Well, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily selfish to think that, though. Like, here you are 9,000 miles away from, you know, family and home. And everybody likes to be missed when you're, whenever you're gone, yeah. right? You know, uh, it doesn't matter if I'm gone for 10 minutes or if I'm gone for six months. Every time I come home, my dogs are at the door, fucking tails wagging, tongues out of their fucking mouth, ready to play, right? Yeah. And... If I'm trying to carry groceries in, it's kind of annoying, but like it's just, you know, it's still, it's still good to fucking see him. Everybody wants to be missed. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking the same thing when I was over there. Like, here I am, like in this country. Yeah, I'm with, I was with you guys, right? But like, yeah. am I alone? I'll do the same fucking thing. And I was, to me, I was being selfish. I was flat out. Like, I can say that as a, you know, older person now. I'm fucking almost 40. Like, I, 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 it, like you're saying, it wasn't just me there. It was you were there and all these other people. I think if we had just stopped and thought about each other instead of fucking worrying about, like, if, you know, worried about me so much. Because you guys were there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like we weren't just thinking about ourselves in those situations, though. Like, we were definitely thinking about each other like and making sure that everybody comes home, but, like, not in that regard. Because I don't think a lot of us really kind of stopped and had that, like, that extra deep thought about like our 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 loneliness or our does anybody miss me or does anybody even think about me while I'm here? I mean, I think and I, I think it's easy for for soldiers in combat to get those thoughts right to like have that that like is anybody is anybody thinking of me going through this? Yeah, and we you know and like you said like yeah they were our families and shit like that know that we're there even if they don't know fully what we're doing. They definitely know that we're going through all that shit, <clears throat> but yeah, you know. you know what's even worse though, like uh, folks with families, mm -hmm. like somebody was definitely thinking about them. Like, uh, I mean, like families with like wives and kids and shit. I'm like, I'm not talking about like me and you with our moms and dads and shit back at back at home. I'm talking about like nuclear family. Like they were thinking about them and they were worried as fuck. Like mm -hmm. uh, that's a different kind of an issue. That's a different trauma completely. We went through, you know what we went through and those family members went through what they went through, worried about what the fuck we were going through. That if you really stop and think about that, like that is all the way jacked up. That's a fucked up thing to worry about somebody every fucking night and not have any clue if they made it the next morning like potentially you know when you're going to learn that your loved one has died hmm. it's not like oh you're going to get this fucking somebody's going to pop up at your door within 30 minutes like pizza hut mm -hmm. you're going to learn maybe a couple days later in some cases and those few nights where you prayed that everything was going to be all right it was not and you had no clue now you got to deal with that. That's trauma that you didn't think about as a soldier that this family uh, goes through. Mm -hmm. Crazy.
You know, it made me think of something. <clears throat> it was so easy for people to ask, hey, did you kill anybody? What was that like? Yeah. Would, would you go up to a grieving mother and ask those same questions about her son or daughter who died in combat? Well, no. You know what I'm saying? Would those same oh, people do yeah. that? Oh, yeah, you, like had a, you had a... Common sense. You had a child die in the war? How, what was that like? Yeah. It's the same goddamn thing, man. People don't understand, like, asking these questions. It's a it's a wild thought. And I, I haven't been asked in years. Um, because I think by this point, um it's it's been made pretty clear that like these are fucked up questions. But we also do live in a society where, you know, you know, a lot of communication happens anonymously online and you can you can, you know, you can be playing Call of Duty and a motherfucker will sit there and call you a pussy all all, all day long. Yeah. Knowing nothing about you. You know what I'm saying? You can be driving on the road. And some dude can fucking pull up on you, fucking ride your ass like like a dickhead, blaring his horn, flashing his fucking lights, and you know, being not knowing who's in that car ahead of them, because that's the world we live in. Yeah. No. And here we are at eight billion people. Mm. Yep. So hey, man, we're going almost at the two-hour mark. Are you fucking kidding me? I knew it was going for a while, man. I think it's a great time to end this show, right? I could yeah. be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think uh, it's a good time to end this one. Are we ending on a heavy note? Yeah, that's a fucking heavy note, but that's it's a, it's a note that you got to end on. It is what it is, right? Yeah. So I mean, I guess so. If you've made it this far in the show, because I feel like we haven't done a long, we haven't done anything over an hour and a half in a minute. No, no, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. So. Uh, thank you for listening to Before I Forget and watching uh, and watching now please like listen share and subscribe to our show if you're new uh, this is our third season it's going to be a ton of fun what other noises are for that uh, please stick around it's going to get even better thank you for uh, my my co-host here the person who I do all this shit with, I couldn't do it without Kevin. Thank you very much for showing up and doing your damn thing. And uh, you got anything, Kevin? No, I mean, the same thing, man. Like, like I said before, dude, and like I said in that comment, like this show wouldn't, wouldn't work with just me or just you or me and somebody else or you and somebody else. Like it, it works because it's us. And it that's that's just how it is, and that's how I that's how I, I like it to be, and I don't I don't want any other changes to that. So people who have those thoughts, keep them to yourself. Yeah, and that's all I got. Yeah. Bye. Yay. Long fucking show. Cool. It's still yeah. recording. That's just the end of the official shit. That was fun. Yeah, man. That went for a long fucking time, though. Well, not really. Because the uh, I'm looking at the counter, and it's at two hours and 53 minutes. And the first hour was us trying to figure out how to do this extra shit. So I think it'll be easy to edit. There's some parts where we're talking and there's music in the background that I'm playing. I don't know if you, can you ever hear that? Generally, no. 
man, it's going to be worth clips. Oh, you mean the music that you generally play back in the background? Yes. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like, whenever I listen to an episode um, and I hear the music, I'm like, ah, oh. yeah, because I don't hear cool? it in the show. I don't hear yeah. that in the show at all. Um, I think that that'd be too distracting for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I hear it um, at a fairly strong, not loud, but like just enough so that if there's background noise here, it it you can't really hear it so much. That's the main reason why I do it. Mm hmm. But uh, every now and then, like when we're talking and we take a pause and you can hear the music clearly in the background, it's like, man, you guys are fucking doing some cool ass editing. But in reality, I'm just playing music in the background as we're talking. And then yeah. I'm going to go fix it later. There the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. So 28-0 is the score? Killing watching the Niner game or listening anyway. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, that's fucking magical shit. And it sounds so cool every time that, that those little clips come out uh, Monday morning. Because, you know, I don't know if you realize the time that I put the show out on either. Fucking cool, too. But the show always comes out at 1.26 a.m. every time. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. But by around 3 o'clock, I get a bunch of emails and texts from that app. Because it takes the recording of the show and it just takes parts. So I think this time, this morning, when I wake up, I'm going to actually make better uh, clips. Yeah, pull by yourself. Yeah, because there was, there was a lot of good shit on that show. Um, Yeah, and so I, no lie, I always assumed that, like, the that stuff was added in after. Oh, no. <laughs> That's, you can see me. Like if I if you see me sitting here fucking around with this stuff over here during the while I'm talking, that's because I'm turning up music or turning down music or turning changing a song, or adjusting my volume because my shit's too loud because I moved the mic. You generally don't touch your microphone, so I don't have to move your level at all. It stays the same. Maybe I might turn it up a little bit, but not too much. And then I'm working on these fucking buttons over here and lowering this and. Now I got it so that I don't have to fucking sit here and freak out, but I can just kind of glance at it to make sure everything is looking good. And then I can make my little adjustments or mute myself so I can cough or mute myself so you don't hear this. <laughs> right. So, you know, sniffling is we're just now getting over that fucking flu that was going around. Mm-hmm. That fucking kicked everybody's ass in the whole house. So we're just now getting over the sniffles from that. So I have to mute myself a lot so you don't hear it. I surprisingly did not get the flu this year. I usually always get it after I get the flu vaccine. Yeah. And um, within like a week or two, I usually get the flu. Um, and I got it. I got the shot like, I don't know, a month and a half ago, I guess, two months mm -hmm. ago. And did not get it. So this was the worst. This is the worst. I've been sick. Fucking, I had that bird flu shit, and this oh, flu I think was kind of worse than that. Oh no, no, not quite. I lost a lot of weight with that, but yeah. So I think I can edit this show down to an hour. <laughs> Damn. No. Bullshit. Well, you know what though, right? So if we're gonna do um, our sneaky surprise. Right, like edit out some 
parts of the show. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the full video up on the YouTubes. Yeah. Now, so question though, like if we put things, if we put video up on Anchor, we'd have oh, to edit the video. Wait, should I stop the video recording? Eh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I should stop it. All right. Bye, video recording people. <laughs>